Serving up a healthy dose of news, traffic, and engaging opinion. This is Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML. Now, new research is out that shows that even if police budgets increase, it may not reduce the crime rate in cities in this country. This was a University of Toronto-led study. It was published in Canadian Public Policy. And it found no correlation between police funding and crime rates in 20 large municipalities in this country, including here in Hamilton, Toronto, Montreal, Winnipeg, Vancouver. And this comes as Hamilton Police just yesterday presented its budget to City Council requesting a 6.8% or just over $13 million funding increase. And Chief Frank Bergen said... The increase is driven almost entirely by salaries, benefits, and other employee-related costs. Melanie Seabrook is the lead author of this study, a researcher at the Upstream Lab at St. Michael's Hospital in Toronto, and joins us on Good Morning Hamilton. Melanie, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Did you expect to find this result? Um, That's a good question. I think we kind of uh, approached the study with a a bit of an understanding that it's a very complex issue. And so we didn't have kind of a specific result that we were expecting. I think we were uh, kind of guessing that we wouldn't see a a strong correlation between the two. But um, yeah, I mean, from our results, we didn't see consistent correlations across Canada. um, and, And they did vary a lot. Um, across the municipalities. Were there any municipalities that show that an increase in spending did correlate into a lower crime rate, or was this across the board a big fat no? Uh, There were a couple um, municipalities that did have a negative correlation, which would um, kind of indicate that uh, correlation between increase in police funding and uh, a reduction in crime rates. There were also a couple municipalities that had a positive correlation um, between the two. So an increase in police spending was correlated with an increase in crime rates. Um, so that's what I mean. And uh, like most of the correlations that we saw that we calculated were not statistically significant. Um, so the few that I just mentioned were, but um, overall they weren't. And that's what I mean when, when I say there's such a wide variation in the type of relationship or potential relationship between police funding and crime rates across these uh, 20 cities. Was police funding in this study solely directed at the number of officers on the street and the number of officers that could respond to emergencies? Or was this an overall police budget and how it related to where the crime Mm -hmm. rate was at? Yes. So this uh, we were looking at the the overall uh, expenditures on policing in each municipality. So looking at municipal budgets. So when it comes to, and I know police from time to time will have special units, uh, dedicated officers to whatever priorities they set in their community. Do you break Mm -hmm. it down as far as that goes as well? Um, Unfortunately, we uh, weren't able to go into that level of detail for this study. You know, um, there isn't a lot of research on police funding in Canada. So our goal with this study was just to kind of get a lay of the land of how much is being spent on policing over time, how does that vary across Canada. But I think future research should definitely try and dig into uh, that and break down how much is being spent on different police functions. But I will say that uh, the main challenge we had with this study was accessing data on police expenditures. And I know that that's also a challenge in terms of 
um, breakdown of uh, police expenditures by function. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I would say that uh, it's a challenge and I'd recommend that municipalities and, and police services try and make their uh, financial data more uh, publicly accessible and accessible to researchers, you know, just for for transparency with the public on on police on public finances uh, and also to enable this type of research to be done. Why is it so hard to get that information? <laughs> That's a good question. And I don't know if I have an answer for you. Um, I think that uh, different municipalities just uh, don't necessarily publish their more historical um, budgets and financial statements uh, publicly. Um, maybe they're archived for whatever reason, um, but really it is important to have that historical uh, financial statements uh, to be able to do this long-term analysis and, and be able to do that correlation uh, analysis over time, right? Because we need a lot of data to be able to um you know, I've come to the, that type of uh, conclusion. Mm -hmm. Were there any other, was there a baseline for this study? Were there similar studies in the U.S. or in Europe or elsewhere in the world that kind of showed the same situation? So uh, there's a lot more research in the U.S. Um, there are a couple Canadian studies that have also looked at uh, correlation between uh, crime rates and police funding or police strength. Uh, so one of them also similarly didn't find uh, an association between police funding and uh, uh, crime rates. Uh, the other one found, uh, I believe, a, an association between police funding and violent crime rates. Um, and so, yeah, it, it, like I said, there's uh, very little research on it in Canada. Um, some of the research in the States have uh, kind of shown that uh, a positive association or correlation between the two. So, increase in police resources leading to increased crime rates just because there's more police recording crimes. Right. So it's kind of that uh, bias in, in data collection on crime rates. Um, so, yeah, it's a very complex issue. And there's yeah. uh, sounds like know, very. Yeah. Sorry. Melanie, I'll jump in because we're out of time. I really appreciate your oh, time sure. this morning. Thank you so much. Wake up with the information you need to get the most out of your day. You're listening to Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML.